Hello and welcome to another episode of Is It Rotten, where I go through the movies on Rotten Tomatoes and watch the ones that have been deemed rotten, either by the critics, the viewers, or both, and decide whether the movie is in fact rotten. I am your host, Edward V, and today I'll be discussing Hotel Artemis, but not by myself. Today I have a guest. We'll get to that later, though. Hotel Artemis. This 2018 film has an hour and 34 minute runtime. It was directed by Drew Pierce. And is starring. This movie has an all star cast of people, which I was not prepared to click on the link. I should have just done my normal thing and put them in here, but I didn't. So, I'm going to open this link if my computer allows me to do it in a timely fashion, which it doesn't look like it's doing. But that's alright, because I'm on my laptop today. And I'm just shooting shooting the breeze or whatever, just passing time while the computer loads. Alright, here we are. Passing gas. Mmm, there we go. Passing that gas. Yum. Alright, so this all-star cast. We, have, we got Jodie Foster, Sterling K. Brown, Sophia Batella, Jeff Goldblum, Brian Tyree Henry, Jenny Slate. Zachary Quinto, Charlie Day, Dave Batista, Kenneth Choi. I've seen him in something before. I mean, there are a bunch of people in this movie. And yet, and yet, I'm jumping the gun, but it has a 57 from the critics and a 33 from the viewers. So we're going to figure out what the problem is with the movie. But first, I'll read the plot summary. A woman known as the nurse runs a high-security, members-only hospital for high-rolling criminals in Los Angeles. When a bank robber brings his injured teammates in with $18 million in jewels there, both mob boss Wolf King and the police follow. With the hospital under siege, the nurse, her orderly, and her other criminal patients have to defend themselves. That's a weird plot summary after, like, when you watch the movie, that doesn't, yeah. that doesn't really sound right, but I don't know. IMDb, whatever. Anyway... So, I'm going to introduce my guest here. Just pluck this random stranger off the street. Needed some help with a podcast. I was like, hey, um, what's your name? Alright, Taylor, okay. I'm doing a podcast, I need some help. And she was like, okay. I don't watch movies, but okay. I just felt bad for you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, I'm going to move away from the mic now, so that you'll be able to hear more than just me and we're gonna begin but after i say some more things so um i like the idea of picking this stranger off the streets so so much that uh i decided to do a spinoff special podcast it's not going to be like a weekly ones maybe once or twice a month or whatever but because taylor does not watch movies very often i thought it would be cool to watch a bunch of movies and do a couple podcast episodes a month or whatever and discuss all the movies or you know a few of the movies that watched that month because apparently she hasn't watched a movie since like 1862 or something like that yeah, it's alright. We'll get her nice and educated. But uh, also, I'm going to be 
changing the format of the podcast a little bit. Um, as I've been doing this, it's been a little like I personally I need more order as far as what movies I'm going to do. So I'm changing the format a little bit and starting with the next episode, I'm going to be doing movies in order of when they came out for the year. So I'm starting with 2018 and uh, the first movie that came out in 2018 was Insidious, like The Last Key or something like that. But I didn't see any of the other Insidious movies, so I'm going to hold that one until later, until I've seen the other Insidious movies. And start with the second movie of that year, The Commuter, the Liam Neeson movie. Um, but I'll remind you guys at the end of the podcast. So, as we begin, I don't know where your notes start. My notes start uh, with the masks. Okay. you know. Oh, this is going to pick up. I know it is. All right. The masks. Speak on the masks. So whenever the movie starts, they are robbing the bank, and they're wearing these interesting geometric masks. But every time they talk to each other, they just turn away from the people that they're robbing, and then they lift the masks up <laughs> so that you know who's talking. Right. It's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. That was, that's pretty much my first note, too, is they're supposed to be professional thieves, but they keep taking their masks off. Like, even if they are turning around, they're still taking their masks off during the... Yeah, what if there's cameras or something? Right. Which, I, that, that's another problem I have with the movie, but we'll get to that there's later. There's no cameras anywhere. There's no cameras anywhere. <laughs> um, what else? What you got? Mm. Any more in the bank scene? I don't have any more in the bank scene. Okay, um, so I just have a note stealing a pin during a bank robbery. You're stealing jewels from people, stealing valuables from stuff, and you you see a pin that looks cool in some guy's pocket, and you're just like, oh, yep, gotta take that too. To be fair, though, every single great pin that I've ever had has been one that I just found. So maybe <laughs> he was like, this is probably gonna write really well. That... That's poss- That's 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 a good point because a lot of the pins that I have at Hopefully work. It's a good point. <sighs> God dang it! <laughs> anyway, a lot of the pins that I have at work are ones that like other drivers have left. I was like, let's see. Oh, this one rides pretty good. And I like, I like this one. Anyway, yeah. So I don't. I didn't write very much because I I'd seen this movie already. Mm-hmm. As far as notes go, so if you you know as we're going along, you can just kind of chime in whenever you feel whenever you feel the need. Okay. Should I turn a light on? No, it's okay. I have a camera, phone, or whatever. All right. Uh, where does your next note start? Oh, so like the set where it takes place, the Artemis Hotel kind of reminded me of the set for The Shape of Water, like all the colors and everything, but mm-hmm. that's that's all that I was thinking about that, but yeah. Okay, so I have a note before that. Um, the fact that Brian Tyree Henry, which is the brother, the bigger, the younger brother, mm-hmm. he just jumps out like an idiot and starts shooting at these heavily armored cops. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man. I realize your job didn't go very well, but you don't just jump out like an idiot and start shooting at these cops like he didn't shoot in any cover or anything that was dumb no wonder you got shot and died spoiler alert anyway 
Your turn. Oh, I don't have anything else to say after that. Oh, but yeah. So, I don't know. He seemed like a huge liability. Like, if I knew that my brother was like that, I wouldn't take him anywhere. Yeah, I agree. But, what you gonna do? When I said your turn, I meant what What notes do you have next? Not in particular oh, pertaining to that. Oh, I just said that Everest was huge. He was an enormous dude. Which one was Everest? He was the uh, he was the orderly mm-hmm. in the hospital. They made reference to him being huge. Yeah. Remember that? Mm-mm. <laughs> so Jodie Foster was like, Everest! And then Dave Batista walks around the corner being huge like he is. And she's like, see why we call him Everest, huh? Because he's a big guy. Just like Oops. Everest. Uh huh. I knew it was gonna happen. It's okay. <laughs> um, my next note doesn't start until the the first power, the first brief power outage. Do you have anything before that? I don't. Okay, so there's a brief power outage when they when everybody gets to uh to ho- to the hotel Artemis uh, after uh, Sterling K. Brown and Brian Tyree Henry are like in their room or whatever and uh it just made me wonder like what if the power went out like mid-surgery or something because all the machines stopped and everything so like what if the laser was cutting open like his heart or something or doing some kind of weird surgery or like doing brain surgery or something crazy and then the power just went out I wouldn't want to be there I mean are you a criminal? Would you be there? Would you be there? I don't know. <laughs> 2028, I could have been doing anything. Oh. Is that when this took place? Yes. Oh. Paying <laughs> attention. Missed that comment about the wall, though. <laughs> I just chose not to think about it. That's fair. Um, so, a lot, I, the reason I didn't take a lot of notes is because, like I said, I've actually seen this movie before, and personally i'd like it it's just my main problem with the movie is that there's like too many side plots going on there are a lot of side plots and none of them really pay off in the end and none of them really resolve themselves in the end they're just kind of left open like all of them so that was that was my main problem with the movie it was it was entertaining for the most part for me but like i just have small comments about little stuff I figured you might have more comments. Oh, so, like, definitely the next note that I had was that the sexy spy character was boring. (laughs) Not boring, but, like, I just... It's just so predictable. I don't know. I'm a hater. Oh, don't hate. Don't hate. I was talking about Sophia Patella. Mm Mm-hmm. Why don't you use the actual flashlight on the phone? Because it's too bright. You know... In you have if you force you can change the <laughs> That's alright. That's alright. Teaching people how to use their iPhones. That's alright. <clears throat> Moving on. <laughs> now you're just gonna sit here and play with the levels of the you good? They can't tell what I'm doing. I can tell what you're doing though. She's alright, so Alright everyone, she's sitting here changing the levels of the brightness of the flashlight on the iPhone. Going from dimmest to brightest and back to dim again. (laughs) 
What's your next note? What are you doing? Oh, um... So, my next note was about the character Acapulco. And it was about how... That was Charlie Day. Yeah, he was a super unlikable... He's just one of those really unlikable characters. And, like, my note was that it'll be a relief whenever he gets killed off. Because, you know. So, it's funny you say that. Because my note for Charlie Day was, he's a prick, but he's pretty great. He's interesting. I mean, he's interesting, but... You know, I don't know. He's just super. He's written really unlikably. Yeah, that's the point. I know. But I, I just feel like Charlie Day played him really well. Yeah. So For he sure. was likable in that in that respect. Yeah. But that was that was cool. It's funny that you mentioned like before we started recording that what you were what you were saying about the fact that Sophia Patel was even in the movie for the whole mm-hmm. the plot with Sterling K. Brown and their past relationship and stuff because I wrote a note that I actually am curious about what that relationship was like and what happened before this movie yeah but yeah 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 that's fair um my next note after that though was of course they already know each other <laughs> because they just would yeah I don't know there, a lot. This movie makes a lot of. There's a lot of conveniences in this movie, and some stuff is not doesn't doesn't really make sense. There's. This, I started making notes because I don't remember at what point exactly, but Zachary Quinto, the character. I don't even know what his character's name was in this movie. Which one was he? The um, the son, the young son, the crime. Oh, baby. I have no idea. Yeah. Anyway, his character. He like calls Jodie Foster and is like. Hey, the Wolf King is coming. Save a room. And she's like, that's not how the rules work. And he throws a fit and, like, shows up early and starts sealing off all the exits and stuff. So I wrote a note because I didn't remember exactly. Because remembering the end of the movie, I had to think about it. So he starts, like, they start welding all the exits closed. And then um, Jenny Slate's character shows up at some point And Jodie Foster, you know, saves her before. And then Zachary Quinto comes up and seals that exit. And then later in the movie, she says that all the other exits have been sealed up, but Dave Batista gets her out, gets Jenny Slate out of the building. Yeah, that didn't make but any sense. But what exit did he use? Because the only exit that they got out of was like locked up with those rusty chains mm-hmm. in the padlock. I'm like, so how did how did she get out of the building? Also, too, with her in there, because she was a cop, that was her job. And whenever the uh, the plot summary you were just saying, mm-hmm. they said that the cops got managed to get in there, right. but like she wasn't even a cop that was like going in there to like hurt anybody. Like that wasn't the yeah. point of her being in there. I think they were referring to the the rioting that was happening on the know. streets and the cops and stuff. But even like even still, if that's what the that's the, that's what they were referring to in the plot summary, it's like the cops were not specifically going to. It was just happening there was at happening the same time. The yeah, that was yeah. Yeah. I don't know why that part... Like, had they left out the whole rioting stuff, they could have fleshed out, like, the Hotel Artemis stuff more if you didn't have to keep cutting back to the power outages and stuff and because of the like riot. I the rioting was, like, kind of trying to address, like, real-world issues, and it was trying to make the movie deeper. Yeah, we don't need that. We... <laughs> I need Hollywood to keep real world issues out of movies, please. Please keep your agendas to yourself because movies are about 
entertaining the masses. We need to keep that. Uh, trust, like it's like movies are made for escape from reality. Please stop putting reality into my escape from reality. Thank you. Moving on. <laughs> um. Okay, so we already mentioned the fact that there are no security cameras in this place. This is a this is a hospital for criminals. Yeah, should they track them like with a weird like Hogwarts map? You know what I'm talking about? The Marauders map. The Marauders map. Yeah. Type deal. Yeah, but I think it has to do with the implant that they have. But still, yeah. it's like, yeah, they have the implant, but. Sometimes you want to see what the people are doing. Yeah, they're criminals. They're all <laughs> criminals. What are they doing in there? You don't just need to know where they are. Yeah, and that would it like had they had cameras, the whole the idea that Sophia Batella was like what looking at the piping around the building, seeing where the stuff was leading to, so she could eventually blow it up. That that would have stuck out because it was like, oh, what is she doing? Watching the looking at the tubes and stuff. Yeah, and also too like the. The muscle guy that they had in there, his name's Everest. Um, she always had him doing stuff. So like, whenever something bad happened, he was never conveniently there to help. Like they didn't have any security in the whole building, and the whole building was there to house criminals. All right. That yeah. made me mad. I didn't even think about that. That's funny. <laughs> Cause he, yeah, that's true. But he's a healthcare professional. He's basically just hired muscle. See this badge? I'm a healthcare professional. Dave Batista, man, it's something else. What else do you have? Because my my last note doesn't happen until the end of the movie. Oh, so you know, whenever they introduced um, Sophia, Batilla. whenever they introduced her character, like it's kind of like implied that she's a hooker or something. That's what I thought she was at first, mm-hmm. but then it goes on, and then she's a hitman. Hitman. She's and a hit like, woman. Excuse me. Hit person. <laughs> there you go. Hit person. Please don't assume my gender. And uh, her one gender. Of, one of my notes in here is because, like, you know, I don't have a problem with her being in the movie or anything like that, but like, she was really predictable. But I was like, of course she's a sexy hitman <laughs> person, because why wouldn't she be? But, yeah. Women, women, woman empowerment. Women empowerment. You gotta have that one strong woman character in your movie so that the women that went to see this movie, aside from seeing Jodie Foster, because, I don't know, they need to see a strong woman so they could feel like, I could do that too. I guess. I don't know. What else you got? So, I also put, like, that, because we already talked about how, like, all the characters are still, like, are already connected to each other. But, like, there's a lot of clunky exposition that they do. Like, when they talk to each other Mm one-on-one. Like, just to establish, like, past relationships and things like that. Right. And I don't like it when they talk through it. Like, I don't like it when it's written in the dialogue. Mm -hmm. I I don't prefer that. So, I had a problem with it. It's like, hey, remember that one time that we did something cool before this movie happened? Exactly. But, I mean, there was a lot to pack in such a, sh- a short amount of time. Like, there was a lot going on. But I feel like if there wasn't as much, hey, remember when we did this, mm-hmm. then they could have fit more movie into the movie. Yeah. That, like I said, that's that was my main problem with the movie. It's just they had, it was, they were putting, trying to put too many plots into this movie. And it was just like, just keep it, keep it simple. You got a hotel that's actually a hospital for criminals. We don't need all this other political riots because the government is charging too much for water and people are 
rising up against it and you know all of that stuff um, is like I said that's my my main problem but what else what else you got mm. where else you got mm. you I didn't really have anything else important to didn't really have any other important points okay sorry so my last note that's alright this episode's long probably you know it's longer than it's not as long as the Fantastic Beasts one but whatever not comparing it wouldn't be yeah so, um, my last note is about Sterling K. Brown willing to die for his brother in spite the in spite of the fact that he continues to mess up and ruin his life. And I have younger siblings and I'm not gonna ruin my life for them if they keep messing up. Like I understand having some form of like accountability being the eldest sibling and or and whatever, but if you are choosing to continually ruin your life, I'm not going to continue to enable you. It's true. That was that was my big that was my biggest thing, but I mean, he dies like 5 seconds later anyway, so whatever. <laughs> Problem solved. Problem solved. Oh, and then ah, oh, and then he's like, "Oh, but now I can finally live. I've never had an opportunity to live before now." And it's like, "Well, you did. You just chose to do it." Poorly by enabling your delinquent younger brother. I mean, I guess they're all delinquents. He's a professional thief, but taking care of his brother was just an excuse. He didn't want to have to uh, card. I don't know. There was a thought that was forming there, and it just it just gone. Stopped. Now. All right. But you kind of see where I'm going with that, right? Yeah, I see where you're going with that. I know what you mean, and hopefully, the audience knows what you mean as well. Yeah, because I'm not going to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. Like I said earlier, like they eventually escape which that whole the whole fight sequence, oh, um Sophia Batella was there to kill Jeff Goldblum, by the way. Which you know, I don't know if that was telegraphed obviously for you or not. How how was that whole oh, yeah. unveiling of no, who was, she was there to kill? Because yeah, she said she only kills important people and he was the most important person in the building. Okay. She straddled him, and then she sliced his throat, and he was like, all right, go ahead and kill me, because she's, like, so sexy. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty much exactly how that scene happened, just like, just like, all right, so in order to kill him, we need you to straddle him, and then talk to him sexily a little bit, and then he's going to be like, all right, I'm, d- I'm down, let's do it. It's for all the guys out there watching, he's like, oh! She straddled him. <gasps> and then there's whole, her whole fight scene in the hallway. Hey, that's the coolest. Don't cross my line. So, like, her hair is all put up, and she looks all sexy and sweaty and everything like that. And she's got these slits in her red dress, and it's just... I don't know. What was the ponytail thing you had me rewind the movie for? Oh, so... I was just looking at how her hair was done, because, like... She obviously did it, like, she was supposed to have done it herself, because she's in there by herself and whatever, but it just looked too perfect. Hey, maybe she's good like that. No. There are people that exist that can do perfect ponytails. Sounds fake. (laughs) It might be. I don't know. Anyway. Alright. So that's the end. So, I'm gonna ask you the question, the namesake of the podcast... Is it rotten? Mm, I don't think it's rotten. 
You don't think it's rotten? No. Good. I like it. I don't think it was rotten either, but I already said that. But I understand why the critics would, and I guess, the, mm, I don't know. I don't know why the critics. Eh, I mean, not the not the critics, the viewers, because the viewers have it way lower than the critics do. But I don't know. You can never tell with viewers. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> it was enjoy. It was an enjoyable, enjoyable film. So I don't really have a recommendation because again, I didn't uh, watch anything new this week. <laughs> Um, well, I did, but it wasn't, well, I guess I said it wouldn't be, because the recommendation that I'm going to use is not a movie. So there's this anime, for all of you anime heads out there, called Erased. It's about being erased. (laughs) No, um, you explain it. You put me onto it. Come closer to the mic so people can hear you. Erased is a drama, and it's about a guy who is able to... Like, whenever something bad has happened, he's able to rewind through time, and he has to figure out what's gone wrong and then fix it. And something to do with his past has him thrown, um, I think, a couple decades back in time to fix something that happened so that he can save his mother and another person that he loves. So... But it's really good, and it's super compelling. And I watched it whenever it was coming out, um, and every single week, uh, you know, I would tell my boss, gotta go to watch my anime. <laughs> so, I really liked it. It's really it's really good. Um, I watched it all in one sitting, when I should have gone to sleep, because I had to work. But, I got like three hours in of sleep, so, that was alright. But yeah, it was it was really good. They also have um, a live action version of it on Netflix right now. The anime is on Hulu right now. If you have Hulu, is it on Crunchyroll? It's on Crunchyroll. It's also on Crunchyroll. Um, so check it out if you're into anime. If you're not into anime, if you're into like dramas or whatever, it's still pretty good. Does it? I don't remember. Does it have specific like blatant anime tropes in it? No. No. Yeah. It's just it's a pretty it's just a good drama. You know. It is. It's good. So, before we get out of here, uh, just talk quickly again, just a reminder that the podcast is going to be changing forms a little bit uh, in the next episode, and I'm going to be starting with the Commuter, Liam Neeson movie, be starting going chronologically through the movies released from January to December 2018. If I've already done a movie that came out last year, like Hotel Artemis, I won't be doing it again, obviously, for obvious reasons um and some some of them may not be in order because like i said some of some of these movies are sequels and i have not seen the uh the movie before it yet so i'll watch the movie before before doing the episode or whatever and blah 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 but that's that's the change that's the change happening uh starting next week with this here podcast and i believe the spinoff um, podcast is going to be starting in February because this month is almost over. Um, wow, this month is almost over. It's crazy. 2019 is flying by. <laughs> so, uh, 
That one is going to be called Taylor Made because Taylor is Taylor's name. That's me. <laughs> and we've been doing those maybe once or twice a month. It's depending on how often we watch movies or whatever. But I'll remind you guys about that at another time. As, you know, as it comes, as it gets closer and so on and so forth. But as we get out of here, if you like this episode, feel free to leave a five star or four star review, whatever. Leave a comment telling me what you liked. Oh, I can't do the, the part where I say, hey, leave a comment. Tell me what episode you want me to do next anymore, because that's not how this works. Got to change the script. Anyway, leave a comment just in general. You know, if you liked it or whatever, if there are things that you would like to uh, have added in the podcast. And that's my sister texts me stuff all the time. It's like, hey, you should do this in the podcast. Like, I'm like, okay, thanks. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'll shout you out. Maybe at some point when I have more than one comment on the podcast, we'll go through and read comments. <laughs> always wanted to do that. Um, but anyway, as always, I've put the link to the Rotten Tomatoes page in the show notes. If you want to look into the movie, um, you can follow me on Twitter at is it Rottencast on Instagram at difficult.productions. That's D I F F I K U L T dot productions or email me at is it rotten at gmail.com. Um, uh, just a little bit more detail on the change, the format of the podcast. I just thought about it. So the movie, I'm going to be watching the movies in order that they came out and basically doing reviews on them saying, is it rotten? Is it not? So it's basically, it's still, is it rotten? It's just, I'm not solely watching bad movies because, you know, some movie, you you want to enjoy it sometimes. Jeez. <laughs> but anyway, I hope you'll join me in the, in the next episode where we switch things up with the commuter. So until next Wednesday, have a great week, and may the force be with you. I always wanted to do outtakes, but I record by myself. So <laughs> there's no reason to have outtakes. It's like, it's like, oh, I'm just making jokes with myself and then put them in the outtakes. People are listening to it like, wow, this guy is a loser. <laughs> he's, making out- he's making outtakes to put in the outtakes. I looked at it when it lit up. I heard the thing turn on. I heard, I own an iPhone. And I know what the recording a video sounds like when it starts. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? Just accept it. Why are you trying to sabotage me? <laughs> <laughs>